Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 315 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are so happy to get to spend some time with our great friend, Travis Cottrell. Travis is a worship leader from Nashville, and over the years, he has been our guest on the podcast more than anybody else. We absolutely love when he is here with us. So we're going to talk with Travis about all things Christmas. It's his favorite time of year. He, as y'all may remember, does a really great Neil Diamond impersonation, and we're going to get into so many of the things that we love about the holidays. If you haven't joined us on Patreon yet, we would love for you to do that. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. Our most recent episode is about the business side of our podcast. We kind of go behind the scenes with that a little bit. It was super fun to talk about. And our Amazon shop is always there for you to see some of the things that we love and love to use. It's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. Alrighty, here we go with episode 315. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Boo Mama. Hey, it's Mel. It's Big Mama. Hey, everybody. It's Travis. It's Fry Daddy. Yay! Yay! The best time. The best time. We told Travis before we started to record, this is the best he's ever sounded. He's got a really good microphone this time. I got a hot mic. (laughs) You do. So uh, do you want to kick us off with a little something on the microphone? Do I? I? Oh, (laughs) No, it's too early. It's okay. too early. Okay, that's He's fine. Got to ease into it. He's okay, gotta ease into we, it. Listen. Oh, here she is. Um, <laughs> I think FedEx is here, y'all. This is the perfect, um, perfect <laughs> development in this morning. So, what Melanie and Travis know is that I actually had to text them this morning twice to reschedule our time, and this was after we had already gone back and forth about times a few times, and we're navigating Melanie's voice. And um, because David and I had to get some stuff notarized this morning, and we had a very meticulous notary, which is, I think, is what you want in a notary. But anyway, I'm a little, I'm a little late to the podcasting game this morning. But Travis, we're so glad you're here. It's always a treat, and never more so than at Christmas time. Listen, this is like a, this is a, this this is a Christmas staple for me. I'm so happy. I just turned off my. My yes. um yes. email notification. So right. we would have no more beeps like we just had. Did oh, you hear that? Right. I didn't even hear a beep. I didn't even hear it. But look at you being the utmost professional. We would expect yes. no less. No less. <laughs> Somebody messaged me this morning and, and wanted to know which episode mail was the one where you were sitting in the beanbag chair and yeah. all of them. All of them. I can't remember. 
I couldn't find the exact one where I discovered that you were actually sitting in a bing back chair. I kept thinking Melanie's hair was brushing the microphone every week because there was this rustle noise that kept happening. And I mm-hmm. couldn't edit it out because it was behind like it was it was behind her voice, you know, when she would talk. So I just pictured Melanie talking on the podcast, like just swinging her head, you know, like, <laughs> like so she, animated. Yeah. Um, yes. Wait, you you sit in a bean bag chair? I used to, and then Sophie banned me. Sophie told me no more. It was so, I don't so loud. Anymore. It was so loud. You look, you know, I still to this day, when you say beanbag chair, the first thing I think of are those from the 80s that were like uh, yes. pla- plastic or oh, like, like some kind of pleather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shiny, a little bit shiny. Yeah. yeah. You try to stand up and they go with you. You know, yeah. like it was, <laughs> I've forgotten about that. Oh, I know. Now that- they're so sophisticated well that's this one was like a beautiful faux fur one from pottery barn and we used to have two of them and we gave one away and one is now in caroline's college place so i don't even have that option anymore well i'm sitting at a table like a grown-up doing better not to have the temptation it really is and we should also just be we'll just be up front with the fact because by the time you'll hear this it won't matter but we're recording this way early because Mm -hmm. i'm going out of town and you know melanie and i are professionals now so in the past (laughs) what we might have tried to do is to record via our phones um while i was somewhere else or maybe just to not record for a week but this seemed like a great time because we needed to get a little ahead it's like a great time to have Travis on and to talk about Christmas things and to get to laugh a little bit with our favorite worship leader slash songwriter <laughs> slash musician slash vocalist. Uh, big dummy. Yeah. Slash big <laughs> That's, dummy. Right. That's right. So Trav, we haven't had you on. Tell us what's going on with the Cottrell household. What have y'all been up to since we haven't talked to you in a year? I mean, we've Let's talked see. to you, but yes. everybody else hasn't. You know, we are... We are full-fledged empty nesters, as are you, as are you guys. Yeah. Yes. But we are, you know, just falling into those rhythms. We also have a married child, which, you know, it's been two and a half years now. Wow. And so that's fun. Just figuring out just this kind of new rhythm. And it's a lot of fun. Jack and Samantha moved a little bit a ways away. They, they're like 30 minutes east of us. Oh, well. In Laverne, Laverne, Tennessee. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't know they moved. They moved. Well, you know, everything like in the summer and spring spiked so high, like real estate and not only, not only like buying houses, but even like rent. So their rent, like in the course of a month, they just got this notification. It's going up $500. Oh my gosh. Wow. And they're like, well, we're piecing out of here. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so they found a they, a townhome to rent in Laverne, which is a a great little suburb of Nashville over on the east side. So we feel like we see them a little bit less, which we do, but um, we we still talk to them all the time, and they're doing good. the The update on them is they got a cat, which really disappoints me. <laughs> but I've worked through it. What's the I've cat's name? Love. The cat's name. Oh gosh. Oh, <laughs> Travis! You see, their dog is Leia. Their cat is. Oh shoot! I can't think of the cat's name. Oh, no. oh my gosh! Is the cat a male or a female? Um, it's a male. Okay, so he's really taken up residence in your heart. Yes, sorry, <laughs> I keep forgetting to put him on the daily prayer list. So that's why it's not rolling off my tongue. That's right. That's right. Um, you have not petitioned for the cat, uh, clearly. 
Oh Golly. my gosh, they'll never hear this, so it'll be fine. Yes, it's but, fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Okay, so what about Levi? What's he up to? Okay, do y'all know the story about Levi? Like three weeks ago, I do, I do, but no, but a lot of people probably don't. So, I so want this to, is crazy. Tell us the beginning of. So he goes to Union. He's a sophomore there. Have he loves it there. He, you know, he's an SAE. He's he's you know got a girl he's been dating for about a year he's passing his classes or at least most of them or we'll stop <laughs> we'll, we'll end mm -hmm. with that right there loving life and so he goes into this beginning of basketball season kind of pep rally right so uh you know the gym is packed with students and people and they introduce the team and all that kind of stuff and they have this kind of raffle system where you get a ticket and they would call out ticket numbers for various things and they called the ticket number of the person beside him to come out, come out on the court and shoot a half court shot. And if you make the half court shot, you get free tuition for a semester. And the, the person beside him is like, I don't want to do this. You want to do it? And he goes, yeah, I'll do it. And he walked out and hit the shot and got free tuition Incredible. for a semester. Incredible. Oh I mean, gosh. we were so shocked. Like I, I was sitting, I was watching the <laughs> world series. I was sitting on the couch, just like mouth breathing at the end of the day. <laughs> And all of a sudden the phone rings and it's the president of the university. No. Oh my gosh. And, and his wife and they're friends of ours from when we lived there and went to church together. And I answer the phone and it's just total chaos. And I hear Susie Oliver go, you won't believe what Levi just did. And I was like, oh, crap. oh no. what is happening? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. She's that like, could go one and, of two ways, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred mm percent. -hmm. And so she... She goes, he just hit a half court shot and got free tuition for a semester. I'm sending you a video right now. And then she hung up and I'm like, what the what is happening? And so she sends me a video. I run into the other room and show Angela. Literally, we didn't sleep. Like we just like <laughs> I mean, stared into space. At what just happened? It just was a crazy thing. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, and it's like kind of winning like a little mini lottery, you know? For sure. Oh, yeah, it is. hundred percent. Like, I was like, well, Levi, this is kind of like you know, a basketball scholarship, you don't have to go to practice or any games. Exactly. <laughs> what a deal. What a deal. One and best of all worlds. Of course, it took him all of about 30 minutes to start trying to broker his own deal with us. Like, well, since I'm saving you this money, uh, dot, oh, dot, dot. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, 100%. Here's all the uh, other things that 100%. I would like. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, what about Lily? What's she up to? Lily is graduating in May. Wow. So she is, yeah, she's got one more semester of, of college left. Cannot believe it. She doesn't know what she's going to do, where she's going to do it. She has, she has no idea, but she's, you know, she's got her head pointed in that direction. Just thinking about what do I want to do next? Do I want to keep my business going? Do I want to stay in Nashville? Do I want to try to, you know, go to New York or somewhere? You know, she's a fashion merchandising and business major. So she's just thinking about all those things. Okay. I've been running some holiday errands the last few days, and if traffic and crowds are any indication, tis the season. In fact, right about now, seasonal excitement, or in the case of small businesses, maybe a little dread, is really starting to settle in. So if you're slaying through traffic to the post office, or if your inbox is more like a blizzard than a winter wonderland, it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with stamps.com. Sign up now, and you'll be printing your own postage in minutes. Stamps.com is a stress-free solution for every small business. Use Stamps.com to print postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule it through your Stamps.com dashboard. 
Rates are constantly changing. With Stamps.com Switch and Save feature, you can easily compare carriers and rates so you know you're getting the best deal every time. And if you're running an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code BIGBOO for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code BIGBOO. What would you say, because Melanie and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast and then just, you know, on the phone, Mm -hmm. but what would you say that you and Angela really love about this part of life where your kids are pretty much grown? Because I think a lot of people fear it or a lot of people dread it because, I mean, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Sit around and look at one another. And so, Mm -hmm. so what would you say that y'all love? Because I know there are parts that you do love. Yeah. Goose. The cat's name is Goose. Sorry. Goose. Oh, Goose. thank okay. goodness. Thank goodness. Oh, I'm so relieved. Oh, I can move on. I've been distracted for two minutes thinking about if that. If y'all would all add Goose to your prayer list so we oh. can all keep Goose before the Lord. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I just, I love it all. Mm-hmm. I love the meetups. I love, you know, what are y'all doing for dinner? I, I love that they all, I think, love to come home. I, I don't know. There's pretty much nothing that I don't love about this season. Do, have y'all found that to be yeah. true? Yeah. I mean, I, I miss them being home every day a little, a little bit. Yeah, but mostly, it's it's great. I mean, love it. Yeah, I thought the other day, like at some point, you realize, oh, we built ourselves a friendship. You know, like yeah, we, right. We built ourselves a, a real sustainable relationship over the course of all that time. And so there's something about being able to enjoy that. Not that we're not still parenting, because have mercy. I mean, I don't oh, that gosh. never ends. But yeah. but there is something really sweet about it's 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 kind of like you get to sit for for you know little periods of time, not all the time, but you get to to enjoy the fruit of everything for a little right. bit. And and you're right. We are still parenting, but we, you like you feel yourself right on the balance of that moment where you go, mm-hmm. "Oh wait, this isn't my call now." Yeah. Like even even Lily asked something the other day. You know what? Um, can I do blah 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 blah? And I go, "Well, Lily, you're 22. You know mm-hmm. you yeah. can you can do that." And she goes, well, "I know, but I I want to hear what you have to say about it." And so, you know, trying to figure out when to step in and when to shut up and yeah that's but a that, little tricky but it's well, fine and mm-hmm. to me that's the difference between 22 and 16 because now she yeah. wants to hear what you have to say about it and at 16 they're not really interested in what <laughs> we have to say about it right. you know? and has like, she already kind of made that turn um caroline i yeah. feel like yeah i feel like she has perry and i said that last year like it was like when she came home at christmas last year perry was like well it only took 18 years but she finally appreciates how smart we are you know like, <laughs> it was it oh, like gosh. it took a turn because i do think there's this sense of and gully and i were talking about this the other day is like they are grown but they are making decisions where i think they realize and we realize that the stakes are higher you yeah. know, like it's, it's a different, so, you know, when they were three, they would come in and you're like, I can solve this problem. When they're <laughs> 20, you're like, uh, I can't really solve this. You're going to have to figure this out on your own and navigate it. And so, but then I think it makes them realize like, 
I think when you turn it over to them, they're like, oh man, I need some input, you know, right. which is kind of nice. I agree. You know what? I, I Melanie, I could look at y'all and see you you raised a bestie is what you did. <laughs> I, I can see y'all are gonna be y'all are gonna be best friends. <laughs> We, she has no choice. And Caroline is, she'll always be like, I'm not going to say my mom is my best friend. That's so lame. But secretly, I'm like, you know, we're best friends. Like, you know, we are. <laughs> Y'all are. Oh Y'all really are. Yeah. Um, I love it. Melanie, you had a really good idea and you took it off the, the episode doc a minute ago. Well, and because I you and Travis you, were of no help. But Y'all, I can look at what I have going on in Apple Music and Travis can pick from what sorry he, he can he can i was a can, wet blanket on your idea and i didn't mean to be no, no it's okay it was a, we it was can do our minute. top three like the one like just what are the the first three songs on there okay all right That's or whatever good... you want to do but mel tell what your idea was because i loved your idea well, so I woke up this morning and it was like Christmas came early because I always love my Spotify wrapped for the year, like to yes. see what I've listened to, what artists. And I listen, I could make some guesses and I knew 100% that my top listened to artist this year was Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to her as much as I'm in the top 3% of the population is the number of times <laughs> I've listened to her which I feel like is an accomplishment in and of itself. But I always like to see what my songs are because I think and you and Travis are the same way. Like, I feel like my music taste is so eclectic. It goes a lot of different ways. So I'm always right. interested to see what lands on top, you know? Yes. Yes, for sure. So, so Trav, you said that your Spotify playlist, you <clears> use <throat> at church, right? Right. So like my top five songs were like the five songs that are on my choir rehearsal walk-in playlist. Right. Awesome. That's great. Like, I yeah. put it, I put my computer in the choir room like 45 minutes before choir. I hit play on the same playlist. And so it, that skews my whole situation. Okay. But you have Apple Music, right? Yeah, that's and that's Apple and it's and that's what I use. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw out there what the first I'm gonna do the the first five songs on my Apple Music replay. Okay, perfect. We can all and, share our top five. Travis, yes. if yours are, you know, I don't know what choir rehearsal music involves. <laughs> there's no judgment. No, no judgment here. Okay. And I use Spotify some too. I'm going to get, I'm going to get, I got some stuff to give you. Okay. okay. All right. So here, here are mine. Um, my first song is a song by Tedeschi Trucks Band called Hear My Dear. I think I listened to it about 978 times this past summer there's something about it it's so beautiful um travis you would love this song so that was my first one and then interestingly summer highland falls by billy joel apparently okay listen to that a lot and it's one of my favorite billy joel songs but i didn't realize i listened to it so much and then followed by how sweet it is by james taylor the live version which I, i also listen to a lot um, then No Love Dying by Gregory Porter, which I think is again just one of the most gorgeous songs ever. And I also listened to it a ton this summer. And then Harry Styles music for a sushi restaurant. So okay. <laughs> there you have it. Just all those things, don't they just go together beautifully? Which is a great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really do. Okay, so my That's top really five, here's what I have, which this was, so surprisingly, an actual Taylor Swift song was not in my top five. Okay. Um, I have Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers is the number one song. Okay. Um, Something in the Orange by Zach Bryan, which I, is 
zero percent surprised by that. Zero. I'm surprised it's not number one, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, the second, the third one is All Your by Tyler Childers. So apparently Tyler Childers was a big theme for me. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, the fourth, which I was kind of surprised by this, but I think it's on a playlist. So it just gets played a lot is All I See Is You by Shane Smith and the Saints. Oh, um, you have a Yellowstone playlist is what you I have. I do. So mm-hmm. apparently I did a lot of, of, uh, independent country this year. And then my mm-hmm. fifth one is Gratitude, the at- acoustic version by Hillside Recording. So I had a little Jesus in there at the end. Uh, wait, <laughs> is that Hill, is it Hillsong or Hillside? No, it's Hillside. It's Hillside. I don't know Hillside. Well, I don't either, but I guess it <laughs> says, I mean, I just, I like that version of the song. It's Hillside Recording. Okay. And Eliza King is what it says. I found that version. It's just, so anyway, um, those were my top five. Very eclectic, Mel. It was very, very eclectic. eclectic. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm looking at my um, my Spotify, which I don't listen to quite as much, mm-hmm. is more accurate because it's not touched by, like it's not skewed by my, my church stuff or my children. Okay. And how does our Apple Music end of the year thing work? If we have a family shared thing, it's just us. It's just you, unless they're listening on your account. But like Alex has a profile, David has a profile. Okay. Profiles. So it's, mine's just me. <clears throat> yeah. Cause Lily is a lot like you, Melanie. Like she was, she texted me today a, a screenshot of hers and she was in the top 0.5% of Taylor listeners. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Which Lily. cracks me up. Yeah. Yep. She is a Swifty for sure. Yeah. Okay. So my 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 number one artist is hilarious because it's a, you know, when you do music for a living, you you when you listen just on your own, you want to listen to something that's far away from what you have to concentrate on. Yeah. So interested to hear where this is going. Mm-hmm. So like my number one artist is a piano artist. Okay. Like I, if I, if I'm winding down, if I'm winding down or listening for pleasure, I'll go one of two places. I'll go oldies, easily, easy listening, or I'll go piano music. Okay. And so my number one artist was a guy named Luke Faulkner. And my number one song was his song called Clouds, which I heard on TikTok. Okay. I've got um, I'm it's this little piano, this da 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 da. But like some kind of TikTok trend used his song. I was like, what song is that? Because that's great. Well, I put it in my like daily playlist and it became my number one song. So Luke Faulkner, who I don't even know who that is. <laughs> Welcome, Luke. Is well, my yes. top mm-hmm. artist. Yeah. Number okay. one. My number two song is The Age of Worry by Yeba. Uh, oh, that's good. That's on that's my good. playlist for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Happy Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, Travis. Happy I happy, know. Happy right? Happy Thanksgiving about that. I was looking at Travis's Thanksgiving pictures on Instagram. And so, of course, Travis has known Abby for many, many years. But anyway, I was like, well, Yeba is it at is it Travis's Christmas? And then of course <laughs> the younger people at the table were like, What? And I <laughs> what do you mean? And I was like, Well. Yeah, she sure was. So well, you know, so she sweet. was she was on our team for years, and also friends with Lisi and her dad. She she's uh, living in West Memphis right now, um, just kind of decompressing and get ready for her next project. That's where her dad lives, 
And her dad went to Dallas to be with her brother, I think, and his family. And she didn't want to go to Texas. So she called and said, can Lisey and I, you know, can Lisey and I come over for Thanksgiving? And we, of course, said, come on. I bet y'all had some laughs. Some really sweet. Some giggles. Um, Well, that her version of Age of Worry is is it. Listen, I'm going to use a word I don't think I've ever used on the podcast. What? It's it's exquisite. It is Mm. exquisite. And when. We saw her open for John Mayer this past summer. I was really sad that they didn't do a duet of that together. I felt like it was a missed opportunity. But I know. Did he even do that song? He did not. And it, it's probably probably in my top five of his songs. Yeah, so, but, I, but I like her version better than his. I know. It's brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. So that's number two. Number three, Brown Eyed Girl. I don't know. Go figure. <laughs> okay. Well. Number four, Ventura Highway. Okay, I appreciate this. Yes, okay. and then number five is some classical song called, um, oh gosh, I just searched it. I, I can't even read the whole title. The Car- Carnival of the Animals, a Bizet, Je Défends, Ravel. I don't know. It's this <laughs> oh, whole classical yes. thing. See, Je I just, uh-huh, I yes. don't even know. I don't even know what it is, but that was my number five, okay. not my number five song. Do you have a playlist, Travis, of, of instrumental stuff you like to listen to? I do. I should publish it. Like, it's not I, a published I was going to say, will you please share that with me? Because yeah, I, I love yeah. instrumental music when I'm writing, especially. And But I, I typically go to the playlist that Apple curates because I don't, I don't know a lot of those artists. And so right. I have an Apple um, piano playlist is it piano things. chill because i listen yes to piano i love chill. Pian- i love piano mm-hmm. chill okay that's where i get a lot of it okay all right by now most of you have probably heard me sing the praises of pros the world's most personalized hair care and for those that haven't i have to tell you about the incredible results i'm seeing since using my customized pros products My hair is shinier, it's smoother, it's softer, it's stronger. As I age, my hair is so different than it used to be, and Pros really does make my hair so shiny. In fact, last time we were at the ranch, Perry said my hair was so shiny, it was scaring off the wildlife. So I take that as a win. Pros knows there's more to you than just your hair type. They've given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. They ask questions like, where do you live? How often do you work out? What kind of water do you have at your house? And then by analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. They also have a review and refine feature that lets you tweak your formulas for any reason, like if you change your address, your hair color, your diet. And if you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. All right. So are we ready to talk about Christmas? Always. I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about Christmas. Melanie, what's the first thing we're going to talk about with Christmas? Our first thing is our favorite Christmas albums. And I appreciate that Sophie put in there, we're not allowed to say Travis. Right. We're not. There's no kissing up to our guests. Right. (laughs) Um, And 
no Amy Grant because we all know that we would say Amy Grant is right. in our That's a given. Top number yes. one. You can't yeah. have Christmas without Amy Grant and Santa Claus and Jesus. It is. That's what right. It is, you know. That's right. It's like so. the free spot on the bingo card. Like it's just it's it's a given. So we're not gonna. Oh, my computer cord fell out. Hold please. Uh oh. Trav, what would you say if you had to go top three? What would you say? Okay. Well, you know, I'm I'm like a broken record. Because I'm, I say the same ones every year, but I can't get away from it. If you're taking Amy out, I gotta go with uh, James Taylor. Yeah. At Christmas, mm-hmm. um, uh, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Those are my top two, unequivocally. Uh, unequivocally, is that how you say that word? Well, however you want to say whatever equivocally. Whatever your heart says, Travis. Look, yeah. without reservation, without competition, those okay. are the top two. <laughs> okay. Um, then my third one gets a little bit dicey between Michael Bublé and uh, the Carpenters. But see, okay. like it has okay. to, it has to feel traditional for me, and it has to feel old school. Mm-hmm. It has to feel nostalgia. You know that I lead. My leading emotion is nostalgia. If nostalgia sure. were an emotion, that would be my leading emotion. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I want, I want it to feel. I want it to feel like I've sung it forever and love it or listen okay. to it forever and love it. You want okay. it to feel like a Johnny Mathis album has just mm-hmm. been put on a stereo. System. Oh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. Mel Torme is one of my favorites being yeah. uh, Ella, all those that's, that's where I'm going. That's where okay. I'm going with it. Okay. I like it. I like okay. It. I would also say the James Taylor Christmas album is just, man, it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, my next one is Leslie Odom Jr. His, it, uh, he had mm-hmm. one that came out and then another, but now there's one just called Simply Christmas. It's the deluxe edition. And it to me has that total feel of like when my parents had, they would have these Christmas albums that were like, I don't know. It, it was a variety of artists, you know, like you'd have Andy Williams and. <laughs> Oh yes, and, you know, just different people singing on there, and so that Leslie Odom Jr. album to me just feels like it's magic. And I think I have kind of the same thing you do, Trav. Like I want it to sound like Christmas music. I'm not interested in your new Christmas songs as much. Like right. I, you know, I mean, every yeah. once in a while, there's a good one. Like I love um, "Underneath the Tree" by Kelly Clarkson. You know, I there are different things that are okay. And then my third, I'm really struggling with my third, but I think it's probably a Ben Rector Christmas. I really yes, think. yes. Okay, I that's think a good right. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, okay, Mel. Um, I would say, well, I had James Taylor, of course. So I guess we all are in agreement on that. <laughs> yes, um, we are. James Taylor. <laughs> um, and then I would say, I love every year. I love Chris Tomlin's "Glory in the Highest," which oh, was I. Which I think was his very first, like he's had two more that have come out since then. But to me, that glory in the highest, I just, Uh, there's mm -hmm. something about it that it's such a good mix of worshipful, but also celebratory. Um, Yeah. The come let us adore him on that is next level. It's so good. I just, Mm -hmm. I love that one. And so that's probably, and then my other one is, and this is one that has been mine forever is Sarah McLaughlin and it's her classic Christmas album. Ah. Um, and it's got winter song on it and it's just, and it's got river. It's very melancholy. Um, but I just, something about it, like on a cold winter day and if mm-hmm. I'm like, baking for Christmas, it's just very soothing to me. Why do we love river? 
I don't know. It's so depressing. I made a playlist a couple of years ago of nothing but versions of river, like just river on the loop, <laughs> just, just like eight versions of river, just play it over and over and over again. It just, it hits, it hits deep, whatever that melancholy <laughs> Listen, is. That, in another life, we're all Enneagram fours. We're Enneagram four wannabes. And you know, I hate my feelings, but, but river gets right to it. I'm going to tell y'all yeah. when we forgot that I think we have to mention that I think is so beautiful is Christy Knuckles, The Thrill of Hope. I think is so gorgeous as a Christmas album. Well, whatever she sings is beautiful. It really is. It really is. But, and it's a great mix of like, I love the King is coming at the beginning. Um, And then there are a couple of original songs in there, but then you've also got Hark the Herald Angels Sing. So it's fantastic. I think it's a great one too. Can I give a couple shout outs to some couple that you might not know? Oh, oh I would love it. And I will add it to my Apple music directly. Yes. Okay. Are you, uh, you, <laughs> are you aware of Cody Fry? Yes. Okay. So he has a really great, it's just called Christmas music. Well, le- well, actually he compiled it. He had Christmas music volume one, Christmas music volume two, and then he did Christmas music, the complete collection. It's really, really good. But here's a deep cut about Cody. His dad is a brilliant musician, a wonderful man. I love this family, by the way. But he, his dad has a new Christmas record. What is the name of it? Because I just listened to it, and I loved it so much, I added it to my playlist called The Song in Our Hearts. Okay. Oh, okay. And now it feels kind of like... Um, kind of Mormon tablet tabernacle. It's like orchestra and choir, and it's just beautiful, and I think you'll love it. So you, okay. you got to, his name is Gary Fry. Okay. Okay. I just added the Cody Fry album. Um, okay. Let's see. And then the fire in our hearts, Gary Fry. No, the, the, the no. song in our hearts. <laughs> the song <Sorry>. in our hearts. <laughs> it could turn into a fire. It's a it song could turn into a, turn fire. into a fire. Yes. The other thing I was going to say was, uh, oh gosh, I lost it. Oh, Mel Torme. I know that sounds really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. But Mel doesn't. Torme in 1992 did a Christmas record called Christmas Songs, which okay. it just, it gives you feelings. And okay. so, so just check that out. Mel Torme Christmas Songs. And there's like 982 songs on that record. It's so long. There's 18 songs, but um, it, it's a great listen too. Okay. I feel, I feel encouraged. I feel like I've got some new stuff to listen to, which I, I was even thinking the other day, like, is there a Christmas album I don't know about? I mean, yeah. of course there is, but like, is there a new one that I would love? So I'm so excited about the Cody Fry one. I did not know. Oh yeah. I know. That's it. That's so like, it'll, it'll get you off your river mammal status <laughs> Christmas playlist. It'll get right? you. <laughs> <laughs> It's coming on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just get in the bed, you know, just like hold the blinds, get in the bed. Turn on Joni, your, Joni your taking us noise, down at Christmas time. Noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Y'all have heard me talk on the podcast about how I just don't cook that much anymore. I just don't think that it's as fun now that Alex is at college and it's really been an adjustment for us to figure out what to do. But I'll tell you what I do love, HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You get to skip trips to the grocery store and you can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
I'll tell you the things that we love about HelloFresh. First of all, they have great variety. They have over 35 recipes available to choose from each week. And there's something that we can always agree on. You can choose from family friendly, fit and wholesome, or even veggie. Plus, you can easily customize your meals by swapping proteins or sides, upgrading your proteins, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. And quality is HelloFresh's priority. Ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days, so you know they're fresh. And I'll tell you something else I love about HelloFresh is that David actually loves to cook them because everything comes in exactly the amount that you need. There's no guesswork. And so I think for him, it's kind of therapeutic to pull a HelloFresh meal out of the refrigerator, to put it all together, to fix it for us. And I certainly enjoy that part of things. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo18 and use code BigBoo18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash BigBoo18 and use code BigBoo18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Okay, Trav, what about... What about Christmas foods? This can be savory, sweet. It doesn't matter. We don't have to have an extensive list, but like what comes to mind? I feel like I know one of yours that you're going to say, but what comes to mind as something that you look forward to this time of year? Because it's going to be a Christmas treat. You know, this is a hard, we don't have a lot of food traditions. You know, I remember telling y'all last year, we always make that hard candy, rock candy. Yes. Like my mom used to make, like mm-hmm. it's basically sugar and flavoring, mm-hmm. like a bunch of Cairo syrup on the stove. We make that every year and we love that. A couple of things I was thinking of, my mom used to make, I don't know what it's really called, but we called it white trash. Yes. Yeah. Have we talked yeah. about white trash? Yes, Do y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. With the checks, it's like checks mix, but with Chex powdered mix, sugar. Powdered yeah. sugar and peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that is a must for me at Christmas time. I remember one time my mom used to always make it. And I remember uh, a couple of years after my mom died and we were in Boone uh, for Christmas and I ran into a Christmas, uh, an old friend, like from growing up years, my friend, Teresa. And she came up to me. And the first thing she said was, every time I see white trash, I think of your mom. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, what? what? Thanks. I, uh-huh, and then yeah. I realized she was talking about the white trash that we eat, mm-hmm. not that she was white trash. Right. So I'm going to say white trash and I'm going to say sugar cookies because Uh-oh. we were a big sugar cookie with icing family. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Y'all talk about food because you okay. have better food traditions. Mel, what about you? I mean, I would say number one, savory. And I don't know why I only make it at Christmas, but it's Chex Mix. It's same. Lee, I can't get enough of the Chex Mix. <gasps> I love it so much. Listen, I, I made it last week for the first time and I took a bag of it over to my sisters mm-hmm. and left it with them. And she said she had to hide it from my brother-in-law. Like, because it's yeah. just, it's the most addictive snack. It's so good. Do it's, you use pretzel sticks or pretzel and pretzel shape? I do pretzel sticks. And Sophie yeah. had put on her newsletter that she has substituted Dots pretzels, which I'll I feel like it. is a genius addition. It takes it up a level. It really what does. What flavor? A certain flavor or just regular pretzels? Just the Dots original flavor. But if you have not had the Dots pretzels, Travis, oh you need gosh. to get yourself to Target this afternoon and you need to get you a bag. They yeah. come in several different varieties, but this is the original one, but they're already really seasoned. And so they're so good in Chex Mix. I'm 
I'm, mean, I'm going to Target today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get the Dots pretzels. They're life-changing. They're you're life-changing. not even going to believe that a pretzel could be that good. You're really you're not. You're Melanie told high. me about them, and they're they're unbelievable. I will also say their cheese curls are delicious. They are Alex, good. Alex got me on those. So Yeah. So Very that's good. my savory, number one, because it's, you know, and I guess I don't make it because I'll eat it until basically the top of my m- mouth is raw. You know, <laughs> like I'll just, until I've just, whatever that is, I mm-hmm. can't even taste anything else. <laughs> Um, scabbing up. Exactly. But it's worth it. And then my sweet, I would say would be, and we make them every year is Pioneer Woman cinnamon rolls. Like, I don't really, I mean, I like a cinnamon roll, but I don't really crave them. And I don't, I never make them homemade except for Christmas. And you just, you can't beat a homemade cinnamon roll. They're so good. I would also say Chex Mix for sure. And mm-hmm. I really mixed it up this year because I did the Dots pretzels. And instead of wheat Chex, because the store was out of wheat Chex, I did the... <laughs> I really mixed it up. I did. <laughs> I got I a did. different kind of pretzel. <laughs> I, I <laughs> you Listen, are living on the edge. Crazy. Um, I used those Gardetto's rye chips that were... So, I, I don't think I'll use wheat Chex anymore. And I like wheat Chex, but I wow. love the rye chips in there. They were so good. So Chex Mix for sure. And then the sweet thing for me is, and I don't know why, again, I don't make this all year long, but I just, I've specifically made it for Christmas morning for a long time, but it, it's not my recipe. It's, I think it's a Paula Deen recipe, but it's called like Granite Steps Blueberry Coffee Cake. And I mean, it's real simple. You cut up like the biscuits that come in the, in the tube, you know, and okay. you roll them in brown sugar and cinnamon and then you pour butter all over it. And then you put blueberries on that. And then you put oatmeal on top of that. And then a little bit more butter for good measure. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it just, it's Christmas morning to me. So I love it. And that's okay. my kind of bacon. I don't have the patience Melanie does to make the cinnamon rolls. It's too many steps, but I can, I can put together a, a coffee cake that starts with canned biscuits, you know, so yeah. that's my speed. Sophie, you know that um, one of our favorite things ever, but I consider it a Thanksgiving thing instead of Christmas is the Boo Mama cheesecake. Listen, that's actually, that's my sister-in-law's recipe, Rose's recipe. And the only reason I know about that cheesecake is because when David's family owned a bakery, they would make, you know, hundreds of them at the holidays. And so David can make it in his sleep because he made it so often when he was in college Mm -hmm. and working at the bakery. But it's fantastic. It's I'll put fantastic. that. I'll put that recipe in the show notes. It's really good. Yeah. Okay. And I'd I put fruit. You know, you know what I do to it. Like yes. I fruit it. I fruit it up. Yes, yeah. you do. You make some. Put some real pretty strawberries around fancy, that thing. Very fancy. Oh, very well, of course fancy. you do. Of yes. course you do. Try. It's delicious. It's, if okay. you like cheesecake, and I do, it's it's my the best like homemade recipe I know of. So. Delicious. Um, okay. Anything else to add? Anything we're going to feel sad if we don't talk about it? No. For food? Okay. Is that yeah. for we or for yeah. life? Yeah. For everything. <laughs> Would you like yeah. to sing River? Um, okay. <laughs> Coming Favorite. on Christmas. No, sorry, that was not good. It's too early. Oh, it was right on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Favorite Christmas movies. And we may not get through our whole list here, but but somebody else sure go can... first. Okay. okay. Um, Mel, what would you say? I don't have um, a ton, but my, I mean, like, I think my new favorite, well, I mean, it's not a newer, but it is newer, is The Holiday with Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet. Yes. I love that love movie. 
I think it's the sweetest movie. I just love the whole premise of it. It's a love story. It's got Jack Black. It's got Cameron Diaz and some great coats. I just, I really love that movie. That's I probably still haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen it. Travis, Listen, what are you doing? It's like you're producing Listen, a bunch of Christmas choir performances or something. <laughs> I know. There are so many Christmas movies I have yet to see, but keep going. I, I, it's on the list. I record it every year as if I couldn't stream it a thousand different places. I right. record it. Yeah, I just I haven't love done it, it yet. I, I love, love it so it. much. Yeah, and, and it's then, Kate, Kate Winslet's character. It's one of the sweetest characters you ever see in a movie. Yes, you know? yes. she really is. She's such a sweet person, and she's mm -hmm. not real, but she's very kind. Yeah, I really like it. I really love it. And then, um, and then I would have to say Elf. I mean, I know that's like a you know, it's been, but I just I, I'll stop every time that Elf's mm -hmm. on TV during the season just to watch whatever funny part happens to be on and then you know this year perry's really excited because i think it's december 3rd he's already marked it on our calendar there's a new christmas movie coming out called violent night and so <laughs> i feel certain that'll probably make it into my top three too violent night <laughs> it also seems like it'll just be a feel-good love story so <laughs> right yeah, it probably has some Mel Torme songs in the soundtrack. Probably, probably. Yes. So, yes, Cody Fry yeah. did the soundtrack. For that. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I would say first two of yours are the same as mine: The Holiday uh -huh. and Elf. And um, and I know I think we've talked about this before. I know there's debate <laughs> about this, but every Christmas at some point, I'm watching Die Hard. I am. Oh I know gosh. it's oh. not a traditional Christmas movie. I know it's not about Christmassy themes, but it takes place at Christmas. And there's there's something about it that, again, Travis's word, nostalgia. There's something about that movie that's really nostalgic for me, even though it's very violent and the language is terrible. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying that I watch it to herald the arrival of the newborn king. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I don't know. It feels like Christmas. I watched it last year on Christmas Eve. So, uh, <laughs> and then you listen to River and, and then, then you got in bed. <laughs> and then we always, you know, like TBS or TNT will put the Christmas story on every yeah. year, like on a loop and, or a Christmas story on a loop. And my daddy loves that movie so much. He will watch it as many times as they want to play it. Uh -huh. But I have a lot of, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of sentimental about it just because it reminds me of hearing my daddy laugh. And, you know, daddy's kind of stoic and he doesn't, he's not one to just like talk a lot to hear himself talk. Mm -hmm. And so the way that movie delights him, I love, like, it's just, oh, that's it's really sweet. sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. that's sweet. I do have to say, you did say it triggered for me. You know, my other one, my Chris, it's not a Christmas movie per se, but it's Little Women, the Winona Ryder oh. version. That, mm -hmm. the opening music for that, like. It's so good and it's so Christmassy and it just makes me feel cozy. It makes me feel like I want to knit something by the fire. I don't Even, knit. I was going to say, do I you did, knit? <laughs> I don't. I don't. But right. it, it makes me want to. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's delightful. Mm -hmm. Okay, Trav, what about you? Okay. Well, you know, I drive Angela crazy because I'm such a movie martyr. Like, right. At, at this point, at this old age, I'm like actually proud that I've made it this far and not seen so many classics. Like, I still haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life. I haven't, I haven't seen either. Miracle on 34th. I either haven't version. Either. You haven't either. Nope. I just uh -uh. saw White not Christmas gonna. for the first time God. two years ago. Something's wrong with y'all. Something's <laughs> wrong with y'all. Right. At this point, I don't want to, I want to make it through life not having seen it. Same. Mm -hmm. Same for Titanic. Same for Blindside. Just throwing that <laughs> yeah. in there. No, you have a, okay. Stop it. We're not no. having that discussion. Okay. She's not going to watch it. Travis, not she's not going to watch, watch it. it. I'm not mm -hmm. going to. 
with all the with all the tie-in to the do love you of your know life, that there is no football? enneagram type as stubborn as a nine i'm not watching it not doing it <laughs> oh not gonna. okay i've never <laughs> seen any of the santa claus movies no i haven't either one. I've seen mm-hmm. the first one. I haven't today. seen any of those. Um, I haven't seen Holiday. I'm going to see Holiday. So my favorites, Elf, mm-hmm. um, A Charlie Brown Christmas. See, I grew our generation, mm-hmm. y'all, we grew up with these little 30-minute mm-hmm. Christmas specials that are kind of like movies, but kind of really just like TV episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Like Rudolph and Frosty. And mm-hmm. so oh, my gosh, number two yeah. and three are Charlie Brown Christmas and the original uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Oh, that's a great one, though. That, that is, is good. I like that. But I also have I have this weird draw to movies that I hate and love at the same time, like The Family Stone. Like, oh, I hate that's so a, much about it, that movie. Oh, no, uh-huh. but that's a great Christmas movie. It's a but fantastic Christmas movie. I'm drawn Christmas in movie. every time. Yeah. Drawn in every time. Yeah. Um, don't y'all think some of our, our feelings about Elf are tied into the fact that, like, that's the, probably the first movie I can remember Alex watching and, like, laughing his head off. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, like sure. so much of my nostalgia, I think, for that is tied up in the fact that he loved it so much when he was little bitty, and so yes. yeah, um, I stumbled upon. I have a video somewhere on my phone the other day, and it's Caroline in a pink velour jogging suit doing the burping with the "Did you hear that?" Like, <laughs> and she maybe is two, maybe. I mean, she's right. a little. Oh, that'll know. make you listen to River for sure. I mean, that'll. <laughs> Oh, put you down. I'm going to watch that video of my kid fake burping, listen to River. Right, because that movie came out the year, I mean, 2003. Were your kids born in 2003 or 2004? No, Caroline, I can remember Alex watching it when he was probably three, probably probably three. And Mm -hmm. like just, it didn't matter if he didn't understand it because Will Ferrell is funny regardless, you know? So it was, it was. It was magic. And so I love still watching that with him every year. So have you seen yeah. the new one? Uh, Spirited? Spirited? No, I've, it's, I have like sat down to watch it probably three times and just have not. So yeah. I'm going to. Have you, Trav, have you? I, we started it last night and Angela got up to do something and I could tell she was uninterested. <laughs> okay. <All laughs> and, right. I, and I said, and I said, hey, do you, um, we can either finish this or I can pull out my computer to do work. And she goes, pull out, pull out your computer to do work. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're not giving it, that's, that doesn't feel like a five-star review. Well, right. I, no, I, I'm going to, I'll watch it. I don't know if it was her bag, but I'll, I'll report back. Okay. okay. All right. Please do. It is no secret that it can be really difficult to find a holiday gift that keeps kids excited after the day they open it. But KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering fun for all ages, and they're here to help you give awesome. With a KiwiCo subscription, you're going to give so much more than a toy. Kids will get a season of discovery and experiences delivered straight to their door. Each box is kid approved by a crew of kid testers to ensure they're age appropriate and seriously fun. I have given several kids that we love a KiwiCo gift at Christmas time. And in every instance, whether it's an engineering project or an art project or a project that helps them learn more about the world, they have loved it. They're invested in the project because they have made it themselves. 
And the sense of accomplishment that goes along with that is really remarkable. Go above and beyond a trending toy with a subscription that keeps on giving. Cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity by giving them the tools to learn new skills and make new connections to the world around them. KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. And with nine different subscription lines for different ages and categories, there's something for every kid. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see their KiwiCo box arrive. It'll be their favorite day of the month, and you'll be surprised at how high quality the materials are too. These are real engineering, science, and art projects. Give awesome this holiday season with KiwiCo. Get your first month of any crate line free at kiwico.com slash big boo. That's your first month free at K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash big boo. All right, so let's let's go one more one more category. What would you pick, Mel, out of what we have left? Um, I, you pick. I don't really care. <laughs> oh no, this could go back and forth forever with the two of us. So why don't we let Travis pick? How about uh, Christmas memories? Okay, perfect. All right, because Trav- I've got a I've got a pretty f- I got a funny one. Oh, good, oh, good. All right, um, well. Is it going to be funny to anybody else? We'll laugh regardless. Okay. So thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So this would have been the middle of the last decade, I guess, maybe 2014, 13. We we lived in Jackson. And so our Christmas tree always had. Travis, we lost you. No. Travis. I thought it was just me. I was like, where? Travis, we can't. Travis, we can't hear you. We can't. Hello. Hello. I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. I I literally was just sitting here talking and I, it just dropped service, I guess. Okay. That's okay. Well, now tell us your story. Okay. Yes, by all means. It. We didn't hear it. But okay. I don't know if it's going to be funny, but you're going to laugh anyway. We're going to laugh anyway. So it was like the middle middle of last decade, like 2014 or 13 or whatever. So we would always, I'd buy a real Christmas tree and I would buy like like a 10 footer or 11 footer or something. We would put it in our living room in front of French, French doors. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That we never used. But what nobody ever knew for like eight years was that those doors never locked. Okay. We just never fixed it. That's perfect. Great. So, so one one year we bought this tree. It was wrapped up when we bought it. And when we brought it home, we opened it up. It was as wide as the room. It was gigantic. (laughs) It was so huge. It was like the tree and elf. And so Jack comes home. This is when he was like senior. He comes home and he's home and he's locked himself out of the house mm-hmm. and so he's like how can i get in the house and so he goes oh i'll i'll go on in those french doors well the french doors open into the christmas tree oh no no but he thought you know my six foot one 190 <laughs> pound 16 year old is like i'll just i'll just slide through the door oh, no. No gosh. So he op- he opens the door and comes in the room and he knocks the tree completely over. 
Oh no. Like oh, completely no. over. Oh no. Like the whole stand was hanging up in the air and he was like, "Oh no, what am I going to do?" So what does he do? He stands it back up and redecorates it thinking no one's going to know. And I'm going to say that was a, a tree that Angela Cottrell had put her hand to, right? She had put her mm -hmm. hand to. We so, had all put our hand yeah, to this so tree. So it mm -hmm. is it's it's got some depth in terms of the de the decoration mm -hmm. placement. It's it somebody's thought about it about where things go. So Oh, uh -huh. 100%. There's not a strand there there's no strings of light showing, right. you know, just the lights magically glow. Right. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. everything so he he stands it back up and completely redecorates it vacuums the room does the whole <laughs> thing before we get there and doesn't say anything about oh it my thinking, gosh. We're, <laughs> thinking we're not going to notice well needless to say we noticed yeah and you know it was all fine and good it doesn't really matter but now every year the the day that it happens what he, what we didn't know is that he took a he took a picture <laughs> of it <laughs> down which which has which is some good foresight for a 16 year old boy i'd say yes yeah, for sure so now every year that shows up on our time hop and it's like our favorite christmas <laughs> memory that the 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 year that uh you know jack redecorated the 12 foot christmas tree without any help or without anybody knowing how long did it take him to redecorate it i, know. I don't even know i mean it had to have been a, co a couple hours, right? I mean, that I would mean, feel everything so. Yeah. That feels like I mean, some pulling time. out the ladder. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels like that's going to take some time. Yeah. Bless wow. Him. All right, Melanie, what about you? Um, I, you know, okay, I've been racking my brain, and I don't know that I have. I have like little bits and pieces of memories, but I don't know that I have like one great sweet story. I don't know. I'm. I'm I know. That, I mean, I've realized that I write books for a living and I should have a story. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I felt the same way. Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, I don't feel like I have a uh, any kind of magical story. I just have one memory that makes me laugh when I think about it. I don't know if it means anything to anybody else, but is that there was one Christmas when Alex was little where no family could be here on Christmas Day. And so it ended up being the three of us on Christmas Eve and we didn't have anywhere to go. And, and so we were like, well, we'll go to church and go get something to eat, but then there's nowhere to go eat because everything's closed. So we ended up at a Popeye's and that's its own story. But <laughs> um, <laughs> that was not our best Christmas Eve, but that night, David said, next year, he said, I don't care what happens. I don't care if if somebody's cousin who's related to somebody we've barely known invites us to come over for apple cider. We're going like it's we're going to do everything we can next Christmas. So uh -huh. the next Christmas comes around and we get an invitation from the Stewarts. And Alex's um, teacher that year was Mrs. Stewart. And so we were like, well, that is so sweet. And they went to our church that we so appreciate them asking us to come over. They were just doing like a holiday open house. And so I knew the street they lived on, but I'd never been to their house. And mm -hmm. so, um, so anyway, so I take a picture of the the invitation and we pull up in front of the house and it's so beautiful and looks decorated. And so the three of us walk in and Alex is so excited because of course he thinks he's about to see his teacher. Oh, yeah. And we walk in and we look around and we all, we don't know anybody. We don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't recognize anybody. We don't. I, and there, I, and it, we stood there for like 20 seconds, which doesn't sound like long, but it felt like an eternity. And I looked at David and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. Where are we? What has happened? I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't see Mrs. Stewart. I didn't see Mr. Stewart. I taught their kids. I didn't see their kids. Like, I don't know any of the faces that are like, you know, in the rooms adjacent to the foyer. I walk through 
the the front part of the house with the fakest smile on my face. Like I'm just, you know, <laughs> just as happy as I can be to be there. I don't know any of you people. And but Merry Christmas. And then I realized when I walk in the kitchen that it's a different steward from church. It's not his teacher who invited us. It's a couple from church, also named Stuart, sweetest people. And I honestly, I think probably what I did was just go like, oh, okay, got it. Because <laughs> I didn't have their names on the invitation. It just said the Stewarts. And oh, so God. I went straight back to David and I was like, okay, it's these Stewarts. We can like, <laughs> we can work with this. And so listen, we ended up having soup and staying for a really long time. It was really fun in the end, <laughs> but it was so discombobulating to walk into yes. that house and think, I don't know where I am. I yes, don't know how we, I don't know how I'm connected to these people. I mm-hmm. don't know why I'm in these people's house. Like, did we make a mistake? And so every year we talk about that, how we we went to a Christmas party and had no idea where we were or or, or, or who had invited us. But when it came together, it was magical. You know, it was great. So, right. Anyway. Well, thank goodness you just weren't at a completely wrong house. You know what I, I mean? Know. Well, that's, I thought that's where that was headed. Well, yeah. That's what we thought. Like we were just at the, we were at the wrong place. And so. Mm-hmm. You can imagine we were so relieved to realize, oh, wait, we do know these people. And so anyway, but it turned out to be a, it turned out to be a fun afternoon after all that. So there you go. There you go. I know. Oh. Listen, I'm still trying to think of a story and I'm completely, I have no story. So I'm sorry. I'm so lame. That's no, you're not. Listen, it's so well, I had to text my family thread. I was like, can y'all, what, what is, do we have sweet memories? <laughs> <laughs> so is that it for our little, our, our little time of Christmas nostalgia or for I, our Christmas extravaganza? I think it is. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Okay. All right. I feel like we did. Okay. Yes. Well, so Mel, is it time for five favorites? It's time for my five favorites. Trav, you get to be a part of the five favorites today. I mean, or not really be a part. Okay. You just get to listen. So <laughs> congratulations. Um, okay. My first five favorite is, this is something that we ordered for Caroline while she was home for Thanksgiving. Um, and it's a men's, but we got it. And it is a flannel shirt, jacket, fleece lined plaid coat, full <laughs> zip up hoodie, winter outerwear. Um, well done. We got it in while she was here and it is the cutest. Like as soon as she got it, I was like, oh, I'm ordering one for myself. It okay. looks like a plaid. I'm, you know, I hate the word shacket, but it does look like a shacket. It looks okay. like a shirt jacket, but it has a zip up, but it's all Sherpa fleece on the inside and it's so soft and it has a hood um, and it is just the coziest, greatest thing. If you have a, like a guy or a girl on your Christmas list, I think either one of them would like this. It comes in different plaids. Some look more masculine than others. Others look more feminine. Caroline got the black and white. It's super cute. I just added to cart for Alex. He okay. will love that. Mm-hmm. Travis just dropped again. So okay. he's, for our he's, he's out. Listen, maybe you should do your last five favorite while he's not with oh, us. Maybe I'm so. with you now. Oh, okay. He's back. okay. All right. Sorry, <laughs> Travis. Are you going to do your last one or are you going to do your next one, Mel? No, I'll keep going. I'll go in order. Okay. Um, I just thought Travis wasn't impressed with my Sherpa lined fleece jacket. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I made a note. I was looking it up. Just I was like, he my... didn't care. He, didn't he was daughter. silent. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> no, it's really cute. Caroline got the medium and it's like perfectly oversized on her. So okay. and I also would wear the medium. So okay. Um, the next thing I have added these, these have been on my Christmas list. Um, I got them in because a friend actually sent them to me early. Oh, and I just realized I put up the wrong link. So I got to change. But okay. they are the UGG cozy knit slippers. Now, there are lots of UGG slippers out there. The reason I like these is because they kind of look like a sweater knit on the top. Yes. Um, so they're kind of textured and they are the most comfortable. Like a front blew through here last night and like I have them on right now. They are the most comfortable, warmest thing. I love them so much. So they come in different colors. These um, were on the gift guide, weren't they? Yeah, I think I also put them on the gift guide. I'm delighted now, that you now have them personally. I know. Well, somebody, a little a little elf heard me talk about them and ordered them. I have them in the cream knit, which I really love. Um, so anyway, they're super cute. And I like them because I've got that hard sole. So you can wear them outside too, you know. Okay, that's great. Um, the next thing, this is something that has been on my different gift guides for years because I love it. And I recently pulled it out and I've been using it as my like nighttime blanket. And it's the Eddie Bauer oversized down throw. I appreciate that you have a nighttime blanket. <laughs> it's my <laughs> daytime <laughs> blanket, a morning blanket, an evening it's, blanket. Mm -hmm. It's a different time. Um, mm -hmm. But I really, this was a great one. We use this all the time when Caroline in soccer, because it's like a down jacket on the outside. So it's a little bit water repellent, but then it's super soft fleece. I like it because it feels really lightweight, but it's really warm. Um, I love this blue and green color combo. Isn't that a so lot. cute? Uh -huh. I know. And for a while, I was really worried that they had gotten rid of them because you couldn't find them anymore. But they've come back. They have them in all new patterns. Um, I love the blue and green. That's the one I linked to. And they're on sale for $54.99. So they're, again, great gift idea if there's somebody that you're struggling to. And I've actually bought these for people and then had a monogram too. So just, I love them. So cute. fancy. Yeah. So the next thing, and I think I've mentioned this too, but I really have continued to love it as I've been on the road, is Kelly Mentor's Cultivate podcast. Um, oh. I really love her. It's like a 30-minute Bible teaching. I love Kelly Mentor as a Bible teacher. I just think she's solid. Um, Gully and I have this thing right now while we're where we're we've turned 50 and we're like, we just need people to be who we've always known them to be. Right. This listening to this is like I've known Kelly now for probably almost 15 years, if not longer. And it's just, it's like listening to her. It's like sitting mm -hmm. across the table. I just, I love the little, it just, I don't know. I love the little dig into the Bible. I love that it's 30 minutes. It's just a great thing to listen to. Yeah. So she's, she's a good one. She's a good she's one. A good and one. she covers all the bases. Like it's just really good. And it's just very much her heart and her personality. Okay, Trav, you may want to cover your ears for the last one. It may make you uncomfortable. I know. I'm sorry, Trav. I just, I had to come over my phone, but it is the Hanes Comfort Evolution Wire-Free Bra. Listen, <laughs> Trav, <laughs> listen, you're married. You have a daughter, you know, like I can't, oh, what are you going to oh, do? Kudos to y'all for knowing your audience. Well, I can't say that I've ever heard anybody mentioning something like that on a podcast I've listened to. Well, well listen, well, maybe, maybe there needs to be more of it. I'm just saying <laughs> that this, listen, is it an everyday, but it's the most comfortable wear around the house, which I feel like at Christmas, there's a lot of like lounging and having company and whatever. It's super comfortable. It's $11. I'm just <laughs> saying it's really good. <laughs> Thank saying. you, Travis. Sorry, Trav, but there you have it. Uh, Thanks for taking that one for the team. I really did try to come up with another five, but I was like, this truly is a favorite and I couldn't leave it out. It felt mm -hmm. wrong. So mm -hmm. 
There you have it. So there are my five favorites. Thank you for the five favorites. Well, you're so welcome. I'm so happy to be able to contribute, even though I didn't have a Christmas story to tell. <laughs> you don't want to put like a throat lozenge or something in your five <laughs> favorites? A megaphone, maybe, so you don't have to shout? I know. That's where I am. Oh, so terrible. Um, so it's so text? much better than it was yesterday. I can't even tell you, Travis. It's so much better than it was yesterday. Oh gosh, you're, been there. you're talking at your normal pace today, Mel. Whereas yesterday, you really like it was. Uh, it was I like, was having uh, to like force it, Travis. I told this on the podcast yesterday, but you'll appreciate this because you have kids. But Caroline called me Monday, and she didn't know I had no voice. And I answered the phone, and I was like, "Hello," and she goes, "Oh, never mind." Like she was so. <laughs> She was so put out that I couldn't talk. (laughs) You can't show weakness for a second. You can't, not for a second. Not for one second. Nope. Nope. Oh, never mind. Oh, Oh, never never mind. mind. Okay, Trav, before we go, do you have, do you have a little something that we could listen to? Well, I don't know. A child, a child. She's in the night. Let us bring him goodness and light. Let us bring him goodness and light. I don't know. That's not very good. Uh, you, did you know? D- listen to this. Listen. Did you know that he actually has a Christmas record? Of course I did. Yes, I did. Stop. I don't know if I did. Yes. I don't think I Dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. With a tail as big as a kite. How good. He's coming here to save the world today. I'm sorry. That's so wrong. (laughs) Right? It's really bad. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So good. It's a long trap that I would like for you to come sing at Caroline's wedding, but as Neil Diamond, (laughs) and I'd like you to sing Sweet Caroline. (laughs) Butterfly kisses. (laughs) Oh, Sweet Caroline. Yeah, that would be a better one. In a manger filled with hay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh God! You so can do good. it the rest of the day. You're gonna, <laughs> it's, it's, now you're going to have to work to turn it off. Sorry, but <laughs> I know. But listen, we we can't have a Christmas episode without it. So thank you for <laughs> no thank you. Yes. Oh, it started again. I can turn it off. Hey, maybe that's a good Christmas record. I'm he had this to my playlist. It is good. I'm gonna tell you, it is pretty good. Yes. Okay. Well, everybody, listen, Merry Christmas. We'll say it again a bunch more in December. But Trav, thanks for being with us. It was so fun. Thank you for having me. Y'all are y'all are my favorite. You're our favorite. favorite. You're You're our favorite. It just feels right to have you for a Christmas episode. So thanks for joining us. Yes. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, y'all.